back to the Michigan Business Beat, brought to you on the Michigan Business Network. Chris Holman in our downtown studios. And uh, we have who has been a frequent guest, but is going to become more regular. And that is David Silva-Smith, founder and managing director for the Bitcoin Strategic Trading Fund, housed in Lansing, Michigan. And David, it's always good to see you. How are you doing? Good to see you, Chris. Hey, it's, it's great. You know, I'm loving this weather. I'm going to go out and play some basketball later today. Unbelievable. It is. We're actually going out under this all. I have a short sleeve shirt on. Don't tell anyone. Okay? <laughs> but I do have pants on so everybody can like settle in. All right. I'm not going to ask you to prove that. Let's, uh, no, don't do it. Do <laughs> Listen, let's talk about because it has been a crazy six weeks since we talked last in the uh, cryptocurrency game, so to speak, area. So let's have a few highlights of, of what's gone on since we talked last. Oh my gosh, Chris. I mean, I don't even know where to start. Bitcoin, you know, it's like there's, there's so much happening in this space. You know, it, it's almost like, uh, I don't even know what to think about. You know, like a dog, how you've got this puppy and every day it's so much bigger and so much bigger. That's like, that's what's happening in this cryptocurrency space. I mean, you know, prepping for this thing, it's like, what do we even talk about? Because there's so much news every day. You know, it's like visas, like settling on Ethereum, uh, you know, settling transactions on Ethereum. Coinbase is IPOing, you know, $100 billion valuation. They're going to have $2 billion in, uh, I can't remember, revenue or profit per quarter. You know, Bitcoin prices over a trillion dollars now. Funds funds are selling gold uh, and buying Bitcoin. You know, more and more banks are are piling in and uh, you know bringing products to their to their customers. It's uh you know it's wild. Countries are launching their own coins. Um, <laughs> PayPal is getting in, so you, so you can use Bitcoin on PayPal to buy services. You know, it's like I don't even know I don't even know what to talk about. And that's just in a couple of weeks. It's it's mind blowing. No, it really is. And, you know, we keep saying Bitcoin, 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 but they're not the only game in town. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, there's there's thousands of these coins. And, and it's really interesting because, you know, there's so much competition and it's really great for, for people because the best one is going to win. People are going to gravitate to what works the best and there's so much competition. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's a fight for who's going to who is going to provide the most value to all of us. And we're all going to benefit by having, you know, fantastic, amazing money. Uh, I'm really excited about it. Dave, a lot of this is is, is uh, speculation on the fact that there's a finite number of these that are going to be whatever the whatever the uh, cryptocurrency is are going to be uh, you know put out on the market. Is, is that the case with all of them? No, no, yeah. so so that's another interesting thing too. there There are different monetary policies. And so Bitcoin has a fixed cap. There will only be twenty one million Bitcoin. Ever, but you know, Ethereum, which is another big cryptocurrency, and Dogecoin, another big cryptocurrency, they have different monetary policies, and so you know, people can can uh, you know choose what feature they want in the monetary policies, which is you know brand new. That brings me to the obvious: what what is up with Doge? What is up with Doge? Oh, you know, Elon loves to tweet about this thing. This thing, this is a high flyer, and a lot of people like to get into it you know, for for two reasons: one, because you know, it can have a big upside. You know, a lot of people I know, they want to they want to put $100 in and they want that to be worth a million, you know, tomorrow or yesterday would be even better for them. You know, the, the faster that they can make a ton of money, the better. And, and so they look at, you know, some of these coins that fly around a lot and, and they like to be in there, you know, to try to make a lot of money. Unfortunately, most of the people, I, okay, all the people I know who do that kind of thing, they end up, they end up losing their money. You know, the ones who, who really do well are the ones that, you know, buy into something and they hold it, you know, they know why they hold it. They've got a thesis, you know, they say, oh, hey, I think Doge is going to be, you know, the top coin. I'm going to hold it for 10 years because of X, Y, Z reason. 
somebody like me, when I look at Doge, you know, I don't see any of those reasons. You know, I don't, I don't see a strong team behind it. Uh, it's a copy of Bitcoin. You know, I don't see a good monetary policy there. You know, it's had issues in the past uh, with bugs and things. So I just, I just don't see a case there. Uh, so, so I stay away from Doge, but you know, it does move around a lot and that can be really exciting for people who want to, you know, turn a hundred dollars into, you know, the shot at a million dollars, kind of like a lottery ticket. Yeah, uh, but no. I just don't see, I just don't see people succeeding there. And you know, I see them really, uh, you know, losing money, unfortunately. Well, it's that old guesswork, you know, where is high and where is low, right? When to buy, when to sell. <laughs> so, um, so, so we've heard a lot about governments uh, researching and testing digital currency. Um, how, how would this impact the, uh, the, the cryptocurrencies? You know, I think it'll be really interesting. I think China's the leader on this. I think Last year in 2020, I think in Shenzhen, they started a really big test. And, and so I think they've been testing it for about a year now. And, and it'll be interesting to see what happens on the, on the global stage once these government currencies get out of the test labs and you know, into real world usage. And, and I think it'll be, you know, the US has been dominant my whole life. And you know, maybe somebody like China is going to take a shot and say, hey, you know, maybe maybe we can take a shot at being the world reserve currency of the world. And, and what does that look like? And how does the U.S. respond? And, and really, I think the U.S. is, is behind the game on this because, you know, we're, we're the top dogs. We haven't had to, you know, compete. But all, all the big countries are all looking at this. Um, they're probably all going to have their own digital coins in the next five to 10 years. They, they move a lot slower. Uh, I think the U.S., uh, you know, maybe started looking at this in like 2014 or something. Uh, you know, you know take, they kind of move in decades versus, you know, the space, you know, is moving in, uh, in days and weeks. So we'll see what happens there. And it'll be interesting to your point too, about, you know, when these things launch, is it going to be good for crypto or bad for crypto? Yeah. I think a lot of people think these government currencies are going to come in and they're just going to crush crypto. But, but I think a lot of the features of cryptocurrencies, uh, you know, like, like the non-reversibility uh, are, they don't work for governments. You know, it doesn't work for a government if like somebody steals a million dollars from Chris Holman and, and the government's like, oh, we can't reverse that. So they need that reversibility in there. And yeah. then that, that breaks some of Bitcoin's features. Because if you've got well, reversibility in there. Well, and Dave, as you know, it's all, it's all built on trust. So who's going who's <laughs> to be trusted the most, right? Dave Silversmith, thanks so much for joining us again and bringing some sense to this kind of wild hair chase that we're on with, with cryptocurrencies. Founder and managing director for the Bitcoin Strategic Trading Fund here in Lansing, Michigan. I want to thank all of our guests today and, of course, all of you for being here on the Michigan Business Beat. And as always, from all of us here at the Michigan Business Network, I'm Chris Holman, wishing you a very prosperous day.